welcome to Horror Court Trash Over, the show that discusses all of the masterpieces and trash the pieces of genre cinema. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. We have returned to our niche. Yeah. Something we started last year, I think it was. Uh, we are returning to Titan Exploitation. Um, yeah, is that our niche? Uh, well, I mean, it was for a while. It's back again. It's... Uh, apparently, this isn't even the last of these films. I think there's a lot of... I can't believe yeah. this. This is ridiculous. Uh, this is by far the worst one. Take from that what you will. Mm. I mean, considering one of them had fucking singing animals and the other was literally called Titanic 2 and about a ship called Titanic 2 set in sail. Um, there's very much a sequel to that. <laughs> is it meant to be? I'd like to think it would be. I It'd be very satisfying. I feel as though... Like, there's no mention of a Titanic 2. No. But the ship in question in this film is called Titanic 3. That it is. So there must have been a Titanic 2 at some yeah. point. Yeah, but it's was. never referred to. Both released by the Asylum. There we go then. So that makes sense. So, yeah. and I'm pretty certain some of the shots used in this are taken from that film. Potentially. Titanic 2 is a better film, but today we are talking about... <laughs> okay, let's not... Let's not I, I mean, it's still it. terrible, but it's, it's terrib- entertaining. Marginally it's better. Way more entertaining. More entertaining, yes. Um, today we are talking about Titanic 666. Uh, also known as Titanic 3, and in the UK, Titanic Rises. Released last year, yes. 2022. 2022. And we're still making these films. In 2022. 2022. To capitalise on... The 110th anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. Go. Where, you know... Over a thousand people died. Fifteen, fifteen hundred people. Fifteen hundred, yes. So one and a half thousand people died. <laughs> um. Yeah. And okay. Let's just, I just film. need to put something out there, and this is this is personal between me and Gary. We've been together over six years now as a couple. Mm-hmm. We have never once sat down and watched James Cameron's Titanic. We have not. What we have watched is Titanic Two. Titanic six 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 and Titanic the the, the legend anime the legend goes on the animated shittery goes on. Um, are we ever going to sit down and actually watch James Cameron's Titanic? I mean, who needs James Cameron's Titanic when you've got singing animals and you have ghosts haunting uh, a new version of the Titanic? I've got my entertainment sorted. Right. Uh, that says more about you than it does uh, the films. <laughs> we will watch Titanic eventually. Uh, it's one of those films though, where you've seen so many clips of it. I mean, pretty much seen the whole thing. Are you speaking specifically of the YouTube video where they incorporate Jane McDonald on the Titanic? I mean, yeah, that's pretty much the entire film in that yeah, okay. five minute video. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it. So Titanic 666... Um, the legend continues, picking the city, the Titanic strikes back. Uh, directed by Nick Lyon, he mm-hmm. made Isle of the Dead. They found Hal, so did we when we watched this I, film. I, I love the dead. Oh, I love the dead. <laughs> no, what, what's it called? I love the dead. I love the dead. Isle of the dead. I see. Bullet, 
the Steve McQueen. Liza Minnelli lies. On fire. I'll be home for Christmas. Now, I spell A-I-S-L-E. <laughs> oh, nice. Loves his clever titles. English so what estate. does that entail? I'll I assume be it's, home for Christmas. I assume it's about a wedding at Christmas. English estate. The surprise visit. Christmas in Vienna. The boy, the dog and the clown. And more. Two execs finally reconnect when a snowstorm leaves them stranded in a superstore without cell service or Wi-Fi just before Christmas. That's the boy, I'll the be clown. home for oh. Christmas. Oh, so it's not wedding aisle. It's no, the shopping it's aisle. supermarket <laughs> aisle. <laughs> supermarket suite at Christmas. Wow. Um, written by Jacob Cooney, who also wrote I'll Be Home for Christmas. Merry Xmas, spell E-X. Hyphen must. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Love on Zion uh, National, a national park romance. Oh, lovely. Zion, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, junkyard Dogs, Tales from the Other Side, Flight 666. Oh, no. The Fast and the Fierce. <laughs> yes. yes. And more. Uh, and believe it or not, co written, <laughs> written by two people. By Jason White. No, not the guitarist from Green Day. Jason White, the writer who wrote Scarecrow, The Ghosts of Leap Castle, South of Sanity, and Secrets by the Shore. Right, okay. Don't know how much this film made, but somehow, this must have had some sort of limited release because it made $214,456 oh. at the box office. They've so made that up. They must have made it up. That's not... Surely that's not true. This would never have been released... In a cinema, surely. I thought it was a two B original. I mean, is it not a two B original? It is a two B original. Two B or not to be? That's the question. They must have pulled some strings. Who knows? Who knows? Oh well, should we talk about who lost their minds and agreed to be in this piece of shit? Uh, yes, in a section we like to call, "Hey, I kind of know you, maybe unlikely." Well, I don't think we know Keisha Sharp. I wish we did, because, you know, she's probably the best actress. I feel so sorry for Keisha Sharp. She really tries her best here. <laughs> almost to the point of a good performance. Like, she's really trying. It's it's almost <laughs> there. It's, it's really... She's taking it so seriously. The material isn't good. <laughs> and the performance is trying, really trying. But there are real, obviously... And- We'll talk about them. She serves in a white pantsuit, a captain pantsuit, the entire captain time. Pantsuit. It's a uniform. Huh? Captain Celeste Rhodes, uh, who was in Lethal Weapon TV show, Girlfriends, Power Book 2, Ghost, Are We There Yet, the TV show. Oh, why the fuck did Are We There Yet need a TV show? Like, the throwaway film of Ice Cube, like, I seriously? Was... Uh, Empire, Killer Couch... Do you remember that one? Oh, she didn't kill a couch. Oh, killer coach. Killer coach. Oh, you idiot. Killer coach. <laughs> now, that was called Killer Sofa anyway. Uh, Instant Mum and more. Yeah, um, probably most famous for Girlfriends. Yeah. Um, a show that I kind of watched a little bit back in the day with uh, Tracy Ellis Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she again, you know... Poor Keisha, she, she's trying her best. Yeah. With the material. Um yeah, let's just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie Bamber, 
who is not Irish, just just get it out there right now, plays Professor Hal Cochran. Now, I really hope that's a reference to Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Who knows? He was in Battlestar Galactica, Law and Order UK, The Lair, Marcella, Strike Back, The Car, Road to Revenge. That is a sequel to the uh, Kyle and Kim. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, fabulous. Uh, a Christmas in New York. Ooh. Can Confidential. Ooh. And more. He's in Pulse 2. He is in Pulse 2. Not... It's... Let's make it clear that the American Pulse 2. Oh, okay. I don't think there is a Japanese Pulse 2, but... Oh, yeah, I see. He, he is in Pulse 2. Um, He does one of the worst and Irish And Pulse accents. 3. Oh, wow. Yeah. He made it to the third film. Um, Do you know what's great about Letterboxd? What? Is that I click on these random awful films that and pop And see up, that I've watched them. And I see someone's face pop up just underneath the watched by and realise that uh, Gary Cruz really yeah, well, <laughs> loved watching uh, Pulse 2 and 3. He loved Pulse 2 I... so much that he had to watch Pulse 3. Well, you know... Horror fan in the 2000s, limited resources. It's a tough time. Um, yeah, his Irish accent is alarming. Ooh. It's... Um, yeah, I will, as we go through the film, I will pinpoint exactly the moment Gary had to tell me that it was an Irish accent I was <laughs> hearing. Lydia Hurst plays uh, I- I- Idina Bess. Idi- yeah, Idina Bess. She was in The Suicide Squad. Somehow. Uh, Which con- one? The good one. Oh. Condemned. Well, she, no, she wasn't. She was. No, not according to Letterboxd. Oh, well, according to IMDb, she was. Oh, maybe she got a thank or, or a mm. thank you or something. Uh, she was in Condemned, The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Oh, dear. Between Worlds, Z Nation, Cabin Fever Free, Slayers, Hashtag Horror, and more. Oh, dear. Well, at least she brings a bit of camp value to the film. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, she clearly learnt a lot from uh, Psycho Sister-in-Law and Hashtag Horror. <laughs> um, cabin Fever, Patient Zero. Um, Eileen Warnus, American Boogie Woman. Um, yeah, not, not great. Anna Lynn. Oh, wow. Wow. Just looking at Eileen Warnus, American Boogie Woman. Yeah. The poster... Um, literally, <laughs> after watching Monster with Charlize uh-huh. Theron, when she yeah. underwent a lot of uh-huh. her makeup and uh, to make her look a certain way, they just haven't tried with this one. No, I mean she she looks me. straight from an episode of Euphoria. Yeah, it's yeah okay. That's that's actually kind of really inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. It, it literally one of the reviews is. The yesification of Eileen Warners. <laughs> oh dear. Future podcast episode, potentially? Uh, I think there's a whole heap of those to be done. <laughs> Maybe a whole month. Who knows? Uh, Anna Lynn McCord is our Janet Lee of the piece as she Mia is. Stone. Yes. She was in Excision, Scorned, Fired Up, Transporter 2, Ugly Betty, King Knight, Day of the Dead remake, Dancing Through Christmas, Felice Navidad. And I shout dad because it's dad in capital letters. I see. Yes. And more. She was in Santa's Little Helper. Yeah. Which is the film starring uh, The Miz from WWE and Paige. 
from WWE <laughs> when she was in WWE. So that's going to be your Christmas choice this it year. It might be my Christmas choice this year. Um, it's got a stellar 2.5 wow. on uh, Letterboxd and looks, yeah, it looks bad. It does look very bad. It doesn't surprise me. Duh. And finally, we have Joseph Gatt as Brian Andrews, and he was in Game of Thrones, Star Trek Into Darkness, Dumbo 4, The Pulse Remake. Oh, there we go. That's how we found the other one. The Retaliators, Black Adam from Dust Till Dawn TV series, and more. Big names. Yeah. Then you found this. Oh, he's in Pulse 1. He was in Pulse 1, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, my question is, why does he look like he's played... Jason Voorhees. Because he looks like Derek Mears. But he has... A, there we Jason go. Voorhees. Thank you. <laughs> the whole thing, I was... I kept thinking it was him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Then. Okay. Yes. Let's let's get into it. Let's uh, set aboard the Titanic and discuss our feature presentation. Oh, sorry, Titanic 3. Oh, my God. Look at this ship. It's how you like. Okay, it's going to be the time of my life. We have cosplayers, mediums, relatives, and as you know, priceless relics from the original Titanic disaster. Full throttle. Full throttle. To the best crew on the Atlantic. We are in open water. What is she doing? I call on you, you spirits, rise! How long has this been happening? You are on hallowed water and you have desecrated it. We start with the sinking of the Titanic. Oh, yeah. We open with an oddly <laughs> familiar recreation of the sinking of the Titanic. I gasped out loud. I yeah. could not believe. Out of all the other ones, they always leave this to the end. But to open with this, like, come but on. It's a, it's like a really cheap Shit version <laughs> of James Cameron's <laughs> Titanic. Yeah, like... we get Literally straight away. It was literally like, boom. The moment it starts, yeah. We get opera music, we get fireworks. And uh, dare I say, the asylum budget may have gone up a little bit. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. Slightly. I'm not Very as familiar slightly. with Asylum as maybe you are. Snicks on a train. Yes, that. Yeah, but that was what ten years removed. Titanic two. It should have. That's yeah. ten years as well. Yeah. It should. It, yeah, it's still shoddy, but maybe <laughs> it's shit. It's a little better than what we're used to. Slightly better. Um, question: Why is the music so upbeat and like rousing? <laughs> like, what are they? Was this them trying to do the people playing as the Titanic yeah. sang? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Uh-huh. Well, uh, that's why he kept making a point of it throughout the whole film. Yeah, no. It was the actual tune then. Because I was sat there and I was like, this is really inappropriate. Why is the music The fact that so, it is the actual tune is really inappropriate. Like, rousing. It might <laughs> be. It might not, I'm, not, I'm not sure. But, yeah. Um, we have <laughs> someone... Instead of Rose, we it's have... Elizabeth. A, Elizabeth. And Elizabeth, <laughs> she's on a piece of wood calling for Charles. Char- <laughs> Charles and Elizabeth... <laughs> Uh, Charles seemingly drowns, leaving only a bowler hat. Yeah, it's floating. not what it's not what you think. It's uh, they're both posh. This isn't this going one. where you think it's going. But... And uh, Elizabeth reaches for the hat and then gets dragged into the water. Yeah, that's by uh... 
Something. <laughs> yeah, this makes no sense. This makes by no way, sense because whatsoever. these are the ghosts. No, these aren't even the ghosts who haunt the fucking no, shit. The Elizabeth these and Charles have people. Fuck all. <laughs> Lizzie and Charlie have absolutely fuck all to do with what happens for the remainder of the film. Um, Elizabeth is seemingly drowned by a ghost or some sort of entity. Yeah, but the ghosts don't appear until twenty twenty two. And they're the ghosts of the people who died exactly. on the Titanic. Yeah, and there the... wasn't another Titanic before. There wasn't Titanic Zero. No. This was the Titanic. This was the Titanic. This... <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless this is meant to be a recreation of Titanic 2, which I highly doubt. This is definitely meant to be the original. No, he's wearing a fucking bowler hat, for <laughs> fuck's true. sake. We get a news report after the opening credits. We get a news report with the same shitty CGI ship from Titanic 2. And the newsreader says, 110 years after the launch of the original... Titanic 3 will set sail on the same path as its namesake. Along the way, it will stop off at the site of the original disaster, which caused the death of over 1,500 people. I know, you're just so upbeat about <laughs> And literally everything from this bird's eye view is CGI. It's so from the boat so to the random helicopter. This is exactly what Titanic 2 looked like. It though. was, I yeah. swear it's the same shot. It might be, it might be. We're then introduced to social influencer couple Mia and Jackson Stone. As they pull up, uh, Mia's like, oh, Sylvia's messing up all the messages. It's exploitative. They're, Wait, are you filming? Oh my God, look at the chef. <laughs> <laughs> now, this, I feel, is the moment that sold it to Gary. It was. For it to be a podcast episode. They use this in, as you'd have heard, they use this in the fucking trailer. They do. Oh my God, look at that chef. <laughs> oh my God, look at her butt. Um, yeah, right before she does this, she realises she's being filmed, yeah. doesn't she? Yeah. And she's saying it's exploitative to have the Titanic 3, it's exploiting people's deaths, and it's a big thing for the mm-hmm. film. So if, if if there's any sort of thing, a theme or anything to take from this film, it's the idea that exploiting the death of the people who died when the Titanic sank is a terrible thing and you need to be punished by their ghosts. Okay? Yeah. That's the big theme. Okay? Mm -hmm. But it's so confusing because the film itself is technically doing what it's... Yeah. (laughs) It's either self-aware humour or the filmmakers are incredibly stupid. Yeah. It's one of the two. But it's it's a real mixed bag because obviously Mia and Jackson are influencers. Yeah. And they're... And it comes up and they're filming everything for their content, which is how mm-hmm. they get paid and how they're apparently millionaires <laughs> in cheap suits and dresses. Um, but yeah, it, it'll come up a lot yeah. throughout the film. The moment they step out of the car, they're recognised by Nancy, their number one fan. And apparently. Supposedly other people as well that you can't actually see. Um, it's just a lot of hands, really. You can't... No one else is really clear. No. Um, and they're like, oh my god, we're so excited. Well, let's get on the ship. Um, Brian, a Navy SEAL, uh, is introduced by Captain Celeste Rhodes. I thought he was like security. So, is that what he is? Yeah, he's there to look after the safety of everyone mm, on board. I see. But it's never explained why, as they, as the rest of the staff uh, point out, they have their own security already. And they're oh, nervous okay. at the fact that he's there. And it's kind of like, I mean, yeah, they're absolutely right. Why is he there? Because it's it, a little strange. This isn't even a plot point later on. 
I mean, there's a twist about him, but it doesn't explain why Captain Rhodes has hired him. As Captain like, Rhodes, specifically. she specifically hired him. Oh. She said, "I have brought this man on board as extra security." Oh, but it it, it doesn't. There's no explanation as to why. Ghosts. So she, maybe. yeah, but she's the first one who's like, "No, yeah. there's no ghosts." I know. Yeah. So it's like, what are you? This doesn't make any sense. I mean, not that I'm looking for sense, but it doesn't make no. Any sense. Well, we are introduced to Captain Celeste Rhodes. Yeah. Um, who has a little meeting with her crew before they set sail. And this crew is very small. It well, is. It's a huge fucking ship. Yeah. We've watched many a cruise program and uh-huh. there are a lot of staff on board. This one, not so much. And, and let's not also, let's, let's not forget the fact that the, the Titanic has sunk twice in this cinematic universe. Yes. Like the original one and Titanic 2, they've, they've already gone down. You, you'd think you'd have an extra crew... Extra safety precautions. Yes. Or better yet, you wouldn't just do... You, you just wouldn't do this. You wouldn't do the same... <laughs> you just wouldn't have a Titanic 3. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that they do have that the others didn't is a uh, female captain. That's Which true. I'm living for. Yeah, obviously. So, if the film does one thing right, uh-huh. it's having that representation. Should have, yeah, should have been played by Jane McDonald. But Celeste, Celeste Rhodes is a black woman. Yeah. As the captain of a ship. Yeah. And I'm living for it, you know, and she's on the poster. And yeah, if yeah. the film does one thing right, it's some good representation. But if, if we do get a UK version, can we get Jane McDonald, please? Yes, that would, yeah. I don't think we will. Um, I mean, the Titanic exploitation cinematic universe... Apparently it's still going strong. No, it only happens every 10 years. Every 10 years, it's true. Um, So Parker, who's part of the crew, jokes about the Titanic having a death curse. Uh, Captain Rhodes is like, you better shut the fuck up. Yeah. Puts him in his place, as she should. Then the ship sets sail and everyone celebrates in slow motion as lots of... Oh, wait, he's right. (laughs) She puts him in his place, he's actually right. Oh, shit. Um, the ship sets sail and everyone celebrates in slow motion as lots of CGI people wave them on their way. Oh, good lord. Oh. Meanwhile, below deck, <laughs> Idina, uh, she zips herself out of someone's bag. <laughs> she does. And starts wandering around. She takes an object out of the bag and holds it up in the air, but we don't see what it is just yet. She literally zips herself out of someone's bag. She does. Who has taken her on board? She's not... Yeah. So it's never explained who takes her on board. Are there no bag checks? Or why she didn't just buy a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> like, why, why didn't she... Just How does she fit in the bag? Buy a ticket. <laughs> it's a small bag. How does she fit in there? Exactly. <laughs> but also, it's revealed that she is the great-granddaughter of... <laughs> The captain of the original Titanic. Have you not got his uh, his very interesting name? Uh, Ed is it Edward Ed Smith. Edward Smith. Edward Smith. <laughs> Excuse me, I do, but it's later on. But I've just thought of a good point now. Okay. So she is the great granddaughter of Edward Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is Titanic three. Yeah. And she's felt the need to sneak on board. Yeah. If she couldn't afford a ticket. Why didn't she just say, I'm the great-granddaughter, let me on? Yeah. Like, just as a little publicity uh-huh. stunt for, and just, you know, I don't know why she felt the need to zip herself in a bag. <laughs> and it's, ne- again, never explained who brought her on board. 
or why she's just below deck and also why below deck on what i'm assuming is you know a state of the art ship yeah why is it so dark all the time <laughs> why are there no lights below deck like people are going to have to see if it, all this crap's there i mean just really think about it so she took her bag if no one if no one smuggled her on, which clearly no one did. No, seemingly not. If she smuggled herself on, then she took a bag to where the bagging area is for this ship. She climbed inside of it, zipped it up herself, yeah. and a bagman threw her on. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. And filmmakers, when she's coming out of the bag, you know they were like, oh, this is this is fucking creepy. This is a great show. It looks so stupid. It does. It is so funny. But she does look like a red-headed uh, Heather Gray on. She does. So I'm living she for does. that. Uh, Mia Stone gives her viewers the history of the Titanic on a live stream. Yeah, so they, they're telling their followers about the book on um, called The Sinking of the Titan that was released before the sinking of the actual Titanic. Mm-hmm. Um, as if people haven't heard that so many times. <laughs> as if their followers would give a shit. Like these conspiracy theories about... Titanic and this novel. Um, they then decide to go and say hi to people, which is essentially Mia shouting, Hi, people! <laughs> she, she is absolutely giving Real Housewives she, the, the whole idea is this is because it's the 2020s. Um, you have to have this parody of influencers. Yeah. And... I mean, I'm assuming the actress, you know, with all due respect, is is older than Gen Z. She's probably around maybe our age. Yeah. If she was in 90210, you know, which I remember, you know, from mm-hmm. a while ago. So I don't know who she's parodying. Yeah. Is it Gen Z or is it just influencers? I think it's just influencers, okay. but she is giving Real Housewives. It is. It is. Yeah. Given... Um... Actually, no, I was going to say she's given Whitney, but that's... She's given a little Whitney Rose. (laughs) If Whitney Rose was um, more annoying... Yeah. (laughs) If Whitney Rose was, like, an influencer. Because she's not really an influencer, is she? No. I mean, (laughs) definitely not after what happened to her husband. Uh, Julie gives everyone a warm and exciting welcome to Titanic 3 Telling them that they have items on board from the original ship Before informing them that they'll be doing 30 seconds of silence For the people who died later on 30 seconds seconds, Not even a whole minute 30 seconds And they stick to it They do It's 30 seconds seconds. um, (laughs) Her name's Julie did you say? Julie yeah I never got her name actually She's a bit of a queen um, she's just really giving that sort of, hi, I'm your cruise, uh, buddy, or whatever they are. The people who look after people on cruises. She's a little bit, but she's also giving side character that's going to get killed later on and no one's yeah, going to care sadly. about. Idina starts caressing the items from the well, original The funniest ship. thing, excuse me, sorry. The funniest thing that she says is that, well, we know some of you are influencers, so please share with all your followers. <laughs> Two people. <laughs> Which apparently they are the only influencers yeah. on board. Uh-huh. This is the emptiest ship, by yeah. the way. Uh, Idina starts caressing all the items from the original ship and gets a talent off from Professor Al Cochran and his awful Irish accent. Yeah, including uh, violin. So this violin's going to come back loads. 
Um, but that's that's the one she starts messing about with. Edina is not a fan no. of uh, Professor Hal Cochran. And uh, after getting told off, as Gary said, for... Uh, Being a third-class staffer. Third-class staffer, which I'm assuming is... Is she dressed up as one of the staff members? No, she's just in a normal clothes. Then what's a third-class staffer, then? What does that even mean? <laughs> she reminds the professor about ancient Egyptians who cursed the belongings that they were buried with. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. We get some more influencer shit, including... Uh, Mia and Jackson bumping into the professor, <laughs> and also whoever he is, Brian Andrews, <laughs> security, Navy SEAL, yeah. whoever, uh, Brian Andrews, yeah. and yeah, the professor shows Mr. Wicks, a very wealthy man, as he likes to tell people. <laughs> he just, I don't know why I found that so funny. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is this is a beautiful ring, and I'm a very wealthy man. <laughs> he shows him the ring of the Titanic's captain, Mr. Edward Smith. Excuse me. Oh yeah, that's been preserved beautifully. <laughs> um, but uh, the professor won't sell because it's so important to his life and the captain's, which makes no sense. No. Because a big plot point is the fact that the professor is trying to sell everything that he has. <laughs> But, but, and he's actively trying, and he's, spoiler alert, in cahoots with Brian Andrews yeah. to sell all this stuff so he can get some money, yeah? Mm -hmm. And he can profit off the sinking of the Titanic, okay? Yeah. Remember that. So why is he telling a very wealthy man, Mr. <laughs> Wicks, that he won't sell the ring of the Titanic's captor? He'll sell all the other shit. But he won't sell that one. Again, that doesn't it's, come back. Yeah it, yeah, it doesn't come back. It makes no sense. And the whole time that Professor Cockring's on there, he's just constantly acting <laughs> like he's on fucking... <laughs> you're a stupid He's just... <laughs> 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 Professor Cockring, you're a dick. He's just there acting like he's on fucking Skegness Market, flogging second-hand jewellery exactly. the whole time. Um, Fogging loving Brits on the Titanic. Idina <laughs> uh, makes out with a book. Idina. Adina, I keep thinking you're going to say Adina Menzel. <laughs> she's, she's having a snog with a book, isn't she? She's, oh. Uh, and then she's still... <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. It's on her mouth. It's true. It's true. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of the uh, wickedly talented. <laughs> um, and uh, she starts talking shit whilst Captain Rhodes is getting ready for the Titanic Free Gala, putting on another pantsuit and talking to her fiancé about their upcoming wedding. Yeah, yeah, via FaceTime, and that that doesn't come back no. either. The fiance no. doesn't come back. My my question is, why are there balloons everywhere? Like they celebrate, but it's proper like cheapo sick yeah. birthday party uh -huh. balloons just like flopped yeah. on the floor, and that's it. <laughs> that's all the decorations uh -huh. for this big party. And why are they like, unless I'm mistaken, are they just orange and black? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, it's very hard. No one's going to correct me anyway. Do not watch this film. <laughs> you should not watch this film. So don't be coming and correcting me because you're your own worst enemy if you watch this after listening to this podcast <laughs> episode. 
Uh, the Stones go below deck to record a live stream, and they stumble upon Idina doing witchcraft with her book. So they film her, naturally, you know, mm-hmm. influences and all. Yeah. Um, she then cuts her hand and bleeds onto a picture of the original ship before rubbing blood all over herself. And uh, Mia's like, I'm getting a really bad vibe. <laughs> My issue is Jackson saying, oh, we're going somewhere where no man has been before. Like, <laughs> yeah, they have. Yeah, you have. <laughs> Not to fucking build the boat for fuck's I mean, sake. That's where all the bags were. Like, how has nobody been there before? Like, and also, why are there not more staff around? Yeah. Like, Adina, she's doing this for a very long time. Oh, yeah. And there's no staff whatsoever uh-huh. going back and forth in any of this giant area below deck. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Nancy joins them and starts watching the ritual. And uh, Idina's like, I call on you, you spirits, rise. Uh, and then the Stones and Nancy are like, yeah, that's, we're, we're fucking going. Yeah. No thanks. Nancy geeks out over the couple and tells them she doesn't even like ships and offers to let them use her phone. Never happens. No. <laughs> they run into Cochrane and uh, he looks at Nancy, which is so rude. And by the way, Nancy is serving a look. Yeah, so way she, more than the film deserves. She's so uh, what we forgot to mention earlier on. <laughs> I don't know why it's it's a highlight of the film. Um, Captain Rhodes says <laughs> we've got cosplayers on board <laughs> <laughs> when she's uh, reciting everyone that's come on board and how exciting everything is. She just says your favorite dead person from the Titanic. She just say cosplayers, and Nancy is is cosplaying as. Debates? I don't know. Um, she's... I don't... Does it count as cosplaying if they were real people? <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, he's dressing as a favourite person who yeah. died on the Titanic. Because, like, cosplaying <laughs> is... They don't mention the James Cameron film, by the way. No. In none of these Titanic exploitation. No. They're probably not allowed to. Yeah. But it's never like, oh, well, they released the film. You know, like, they did in that shit Amateurville film. Where, yeah. Yeah. Nothing like that. So, as far as we're aware, she's cosplaying as a dead person from the Titanic. Yeah. Yeah, which is really just dressing up in period clothing. Which is great, because she looks amazing. She does. <laughs> but yeah, I don't understand the cosplaying no. aspect. Um, unless they're cosplayers for Titanic 2. That's the <laughs> film. <laughs> what, it was a Bruce Davidson yes. in there, cosplaying as him. Well, um, yeah, Cochrane looks down on Nancy and he's like, what is this? Like, oh my god, that's so rude. And Nancy's like, you're just jelly. They have over 12 million followers on Instagram. Yeah, just say that. And then she walks away. I was like, I'm not sure how she's reacting to this because he was talking about you, first of all. Yeah. You're defending them, and then you just walk away. Like, yeah, he sends them all, he sends Nancy away, basically. Yeah. Amir scolds the professor mm-hmm. for benefiting from the death of the passengers, and he reminds them that they're videoing everything and you know, live streaming and it's all monetized and that's their income. So therefore they're doing the same thing. Yeah. Which is true. Which is also what this film's doing. Which is also <laughs> what this film's doing. And he also feels Mia up as well. He's got to think he keeps flirting with Mia. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know why. Again, <laughs> is he meant to be sympathetic by the end as well? But he, yeah, he touches it inappropriately. Yeah. And Mia and Jackson, quite rightfully, tell him to fuck off. Yeah. You know, why are you touching someone without permission? 
Uh, Julie gives a speech about the original disaster and asks everyone to take part in a moment of silence. 30 seconds. Ideen uh, is still doing her ritual. Uh, it finally seems to work all these hours later. Yeah. And it goes on for so long. It does go on for so long. So the idea is that they've reached their destination. So they've reached their destination so that this ritual can finish and they can have their 30 second silence, which is fine. Mia and Jackson are disrespectful during the 30 seconds. So they talk yeah. and they fanny around on their um, camera mm-hmm. whilst this 30 seconds is going on. Yeah. So it's like, who the fuck are Mia and Jackson? Like, what are what are they respectful or are they disrespectful? Mm-hmm. Like, what is their purpose in yeah. this film? Um, I really don't get it. No. What happens is they're the first to die. So we never find out what their no. purpose is in this film. But what are they trying to convey here? You know, it's it's almost an interesting point. People benefiting from the deaths, the real life deaths. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's a critique that's brought upon, you know, true crime podcasts and uh-huh. all that stuff. So it is interesting. But it, it in this, it's mixed... It doesn't know what it wants to say, so it doesn't end up saying anything at no. all. And it's just like, we well, wasting my time, bitch. Yeah. Uh, the memorial gala begins, and the ghost of Captain Edward Smith appears below deck before exchanging ghost powers with Ideen, who uh, then Is calls... it Ideen or Idina? Ideen. It's an E on the end. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I... Do you know what? Fucking hell. I've I've written Adina this whole time, and in my head I've been like, oh Adina Menzel, Adina. It is an A, hun. Is it? IMDb gave it an A. Well, I've got an E. Oh shit. <laughs> I've always who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> who, so much who we cares enough? You could tell the heart where we switched off. We're like, oh, who cares about these characters <laughs> to give a shit what we're calling them? Seriously. I just in my head I've been Adina Menzel, and I was like, oh no. That joke failed. Idina, she uh, calls him her great-grandfather. And that's the big uh, twist moment. The big reveal. The big reveal. The Stones uh, enjoy their iceberg cocktails. (laughs) So inappropriate. (laughs) And she even even says that. Oh, I'm having my iceberg. Oh, it's so inappropriate. Uh, And they sat here in a ghost playing the violin. So they have a romantic dance to it. They do. The music gets louder to the point it makes Jackson disappear. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, I, did I blink and miss something? No, he's just, just like, disappeared. Boom, okay, bye, bitch. Cochrane shows up and he finds Mia and he's like, oh, don't worry, we're in the middle of the Atlantic, so uh, Jackson couldn't have gone far. <laughs> it's actually better than his, but still not great. Um, and, yeah, so we're in the middle of the Atlantic, Jackson couldn't have gone far. I mean, he could have. He could have fell overboard. Yeah, and... exactly. <laughs> Exactly, he could have fell overboard. Like, oh, he can't have gone far. Yes, he could have. He could yeah. have gone overboard and drowned. Uh-huh. Or, like, froze because it's so cold. Like, you're an idiot. But she's an idiot. She's like, oh, okay, go and give me a martini. Yeah. Uh, and then she starts recording again. And then she comes face to face with the violin ghost who kills her by playing a loud noise. It's confusing how the ghosts kill people in yeah. this film. It's such a mixed bag. <laughs> yeah, essentially, loud noise kills her and she collapses and you know, no blood, no nothing. And she's 
She's a goner, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's it. Janet Lee. Janet Lee. Yeah, we thought, you know, old Mia Stone. It's on Stone, the poster. On the, you know, poster, probably the most famous actress in the yeah. film. Um, now she's gone. Now she's gone. Meanwhile, Cochrane uh, is doing deals with necklaces to passengers. Okay, two for a fiver, two for a fiver, three for a tenner. Who wants your old Titanic merchandise necklaces? Oh, he's trying to sell uh, a necklace to an old lady, isn't he? he and is. I, I, seemingly, he's successful. Yeah, he wants to sell it now. Yeah. For some reason. No, the necklace. So yeah. it's the ring he didn't want to get rid of. This was the, the ring didn't bar. mean a thing. The ring did mean a thing. That's why he wanted to keep it. That's the problem. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, the professor... Oh, no. Uh, we've done that. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, two crew members find Mia's corpse. They do, yes. And uh, Captain Rhodes is informed that the ship's radar is showing some sort of interference. This is so cheap, by the way. It is. <laughs> you can tell that it's just some sort of cheapo computer software yeah. that they've just put up and like a YouTube video <laughs> from like 2005. It's It really looks really shit. Um, but yeah, the, the radar's going crazy. The crew is concerned. They fetch Captain Rhodes from the party where a slow dance is taking place with no music. <laughs> Like, come on, a little bit of music in the background for fuck's sake. What are people dancing to? Why is there a slow dance going on in complete silence? Yes, you low budget. I get it. But this shit is fucking annoying. Play a little music. If someone said to play some fucking classical music, you don't even have to pay any fucker. They've played enough of it already. Yeah, you don't have to pay anyone. Just play. Mozart in the background. He's long gone. He don't care. <laughs> Copyright. He cares shit. Captain Rhodes uh, is taken <laughs> to Mia's corpse and uh, orders Brian to check the live stream that she was doing with Jackson. Mm, yeah, whilst very modern. a ghost below deck blows off a random worker's head just by looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. This character we've never seen before. It was never mentioned again. <laughs> and really great special effects. Like real, <laughs> really imaginative, practical effects. Up there with Tom Savini's best work. Yeah. Oh, no, shit. It's even crap. The crew watch the live stream and realise Jackson just disappears. Um, they just stand around, pointed out things that happened on video. Like, well, there's Cochrane. Yep. Yeah, he's still there. Oh, what's Cochrane doing? Oh, okay. Cochrane's there. <laughs> So Cochrane's talking to her. Okay, so Cochrane left. Uh, yeah, so then Mia picks up the camera. Yeah, we can fucking see it! Yeah. So they believe that the professor has killed Mia. And the acting is abysmal <laughs> during this. It really is bad. I'm it sorry. I, I understand, you know, it's difficult when script ain't the best. But the struggle is really real in this. And this is the moment where Gary revealed to me, um, no spoiler, but it may win an award later, when he revealed to me that this was an Irish accent from the professor. Because <laughs> I had no fucking idea before. <laughs> genuinely, genuinely, my mouth was Wide open. I was like, are you serious? This is an Irish accent. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's something. I've, I've never heard an Irish accent like this before. But there are moments. After you told me, mm-hmm. I kind of noticed it a little yeah. more. 
<laughs> but if I had been oblivious, uh-huh. I would never have known. Yeah. I don't think I would ever have known. Well, Captain... I know, I, I feel really bad, because I can't do accents. Okay, no, no. But I'm not, being paid, I'm not being paid to do it. If, if you can't do it, don't do it. <laughs> Captain Rhodes and Brian go to question Cochrane about the video. Yes. Uh, whilst he's shown off more Titanic jewellery merchandise to Julie. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Captain Rhodes seems really shocked that Julie's, like, talking to him. She's like, Julie! Yeah. <laughs> don't buy that cheap shit. Uh, they inform him that Mia's dead and show him that they have security footage of an argument he had with a couple earlier. Okay. Um, if this is... I, I, I don't know. I'm not up on my CCTV knowledge. But since when has CCTV been number one at waist height? <laughs> like behind a bush. And number two with audio. I know, yeah. Like... <laughs> No, this is a spy cam. Mm-hmm. This is not... This isn't CCTV. This yeah. isn't security. This is a spy cam for a bush watching <laughs> them talk. Very strange. They, they, yeah, they tell them all about it. And um, the ship begins moving again. And Idina's still doing her witchcraft thing below deck. She She's back to her usual position again. Doing she's, it again. She's trying her best. Bless her. Captain Rhodes goes off to investigate and it's revealed that Brian and Cochrane are working together to do something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this works. So seemingly Brian's intel on the guests, mm-hmm. because earlier on he sort of said, it's my job to know everything about the guests for security, this, yeah. that and the other, because he knew something about Mia and Jackson that maybe he shouldn't have known. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Who cares? Um, seemingly what he's doing is shepherding the richest passengers to Professor Cochrane. Yeah. So that he could sell his goods to them. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, whatever his name was earlier, he was going around telling everyone he's a very rich man. Yeah, Mr. Wicks. Mr. Wicks. Like, what time is it? Time is I'm a very rich bitch. Yeah. That's what he was saying. Uh-huh. So why does he need this guy to bring... <laughs> like, we haven't even seen that happen. Uh-huh. He's been with Captain Rhodes the whole yeah. time. And he's just been going around talking to random older people uh-huh. who probably have money from lands that they've uh, <laughs> stolen. Well... <laughs> Brian is not happy, and he wants fifteen percent now instead of ten percent. Yeah, of, of, of the money. Of what? There. What money? He hasn't <laughs> fucking sold anything yet. Um, and he says to him, "Why are you selling all this stuff? Are you in debt? Do you have a woman on the side?" It's like, okay, well, it isn't a pay per view subscription, so exactly. I'm a fucking wife. The insinuation <laughs> that women take all your money—is it 2022? You're fucking Captain Rhodes. Doing her best and for uh, women's empowerment. Yeah. And they're setting it back, saying, oh, you, you must need all this money for a woman. Fuck off. Yeah. The crew inform Captain Rhodes that something has managed to override the system and now they're heading towards icebergs. A bit of deja vu. Um, Captain Rhodes, I'm going back on deck. So Captain Rhodes goes back on Ooh, deck. deck. She bumps into Brian and she says, I'm going to the engine room. Yeah. <laughs> going to the engine room. <laughs> I had none of this down. I was like, bitch, I don't care. Amazing I, I, I ain't getting this down. 
The passenger who was uh, who brought the necklace earlier on, she's feeling a little seasick. She's wearing the necklace. And a ghost shows up, makes it tighten on her neck, and kills her. I know. So sad. Well, she wanted a bit of cheap jewellery. Well, seemingly it cost her more than she thought. <laughs> the engine starts going out of control and blows up. And Captain Rhodes is like, don't worry, everyone. The engine blew up, but we still have power. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is the... This is the moment where I'm like, okay, Captain Rhodes, I'm going to need a little more emotion from you. <laughs> Everything's going to pot. You've got a dead body. Yeah. Your engine's just exploded. Some weird entity has taken control of your ship. I'm going to need just a little more emotion <laughs> from you. Uh, the room where... Cause... Obviously, Cochrane has been locked up by this point. Uh, he, the room he's in starts leaking and the lights go out. A ghost appears, ties him up, and seemingly kills him off screen. Yeah, it just cuts away. Nancy shows Captain Rhodes a clip from Mia's live stream where a ghost appears and tells him that the ship is haunted because they're over the graves of a thousand people. Yeah, um, everyone thinks she's full of shit. And... She doesn't help her cause because she's unable to pause a video. Yeah. So she just keeps on scrolling back and going, look, 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 playing the video and going back and go, look, 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 look. No, just pause. Yeah. Just pause and we, we'll see the ghost face. But, but also this, like, I mean, Captain Rhodes has literally seen a dead body and the engine has literally blown up. She hasn't got control of her ship mm. and she's still like, Get the fuck out of here. It ain't yeah. no ghost. ain't no ghost. There has to be a logical explanation. Instead, she tells Brian to let Cochrane out. It's like, the guy that's wanted for murder. Okay, <laughs> let him out. Cochrane is somehow still alive and demands to talk to the captain. But it's all a rational explanation for this. Yeah, um, he's fuming and whatever. Blah, blah, blah. He then goes off with Brian and they find Adina, who informs them that the professor is the killer because he is the one desecrating her great-grandfather's grave and the graves of the others who perished 110 years ago. She tells the professor that his curse is to watch everyone else die around him before he dies. So that's why she kept him alive. That's why he's been kept alive. Because his curse is to witness these deaths. Yeah. Number one... He ain't witnessed a single fucking death so far. No. And number two, everyone who's died, he didn't even know uh -huh. or didn't even like. Yeah. So what is this fucking curse? He ain't cursed at all. No. And also, if his curse is to be accused of these murders, well, he's just been let out, let out his cell anyway. Yeah. So this bit, he, he ain't been cursed. This bit no. He ain't been cursed. No, um, but speaking of lackluster, um, speaking of people dying <laughs> that he doesn't know, a crew member uh, bumps into a ghost who kill who gets killed with a jump scare. Yes, the yes. ghost doesn't get killed. He the ghost he kills get, the him. guy the guy gets killed. He's random security, isn't he? Yeah. Um. Yeah. This film is definitely in the two thousand and five YouTube. Jump scare territory. Yeah, CGI ghost. Where it's just goes towards the screen. And that's yeah. it. Oh, it's giving me what is that? 
Oh, it's like a um, car commercial where it's driving yeah. down the lane yeah. and then just comes out. No, it's that shit. It's well, that, at least a car boring. commercial has decency to do practical makeup. Exactly. Effects. Yeah, that's very true. Cochrane uh, hides whilst this is happening and is seemingly chased by the ghost after. Brian and another crew member takes uh, Idina to the room where they locked Cochrane up previously. She spills the tea and grasses up Brian for this, mm, to deserve a random crew member yeah. for his involvement with Cochrane. Yes, so Brian pulls his gun out when a ghost appears. Oh, it's Captain Smith. It's the main one. Oh, is it? Yes, yeah, the OG really? ghost. Oh, he looks different. Oh. Um, he's had a shave. Had his hair done. Oh, is he really? Has he really? No, he's still, oh. he's still there. Wait, I swear he looked different. Anyway, Edina says, what are you going to do? Shoot a ghost? <laughs> and so he tries to shoot a ghost. <laughs> and the bullet ricochets and hits his colleague instead. Yep. Captain Smith uh, breathes onto Idina and it makes the power go out. Yes. The crew and, and the captain... I'm assuming she gets his powers. Or yeah, I don't know powers. how the transferring of powers works in this film. No. Because seemingly ghosts can transfer powers to Idina. Special ghost powers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I've never read the ghost handbook, so who knows? No. Uh, the crew and the captain get their phone torches out and Captain Rhodes spots a, a spooky ghost that shows up for a quick jump scare. Yeah. Just yeah. for the trailer. Yeah. But, and I thought they were keeping it in the film anyway. It's true. Uh, <laughs> Idina, what you going to say about... Well, I was going to say uh, the light's going out in the bridge. Yeah. And uh, Captain Rhodes gets everyone to put their torches on on their smartphones. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a concert. That's very true. I didn't look at it like that. That's very it's just, uh, and then, yeah, I just, um, yeah, like they're, uh, they're, they're hearing a slow song. Hearing a slow song at a concert. <laughs> Idina uses her ghost powers to knock out Brian, but just leaves the crew member who was shot. Yeah. Just, but yeah. again, you know, Brian, he hasn't got to watch everyone die. No. Just, no, he's, just he's, kill him. He's hiding. He's just, yeah, he ain't there. Cochrane pulls out all of his bargain Titanic jewellery into his suitcase and uh, he finds a naked ghost in his shower. Oh. And bring the shining into this. It's so cheap. Number one, his shower's huge by the looks <laughs> of it. <laughs> like, but even her, she has like a gym shower. She hasn't even huge. got any ghost effects and she still looks CGI. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, you know, this is your uh, TNA for the film. She's showering in the cabin and then lunges towards him again, like a shit YouTube video. Um, props to her, though. After 110 years, she got the shower working. She did. You know, yeah. we've all been there in a new place, particularly hotels yeah. or cruise ship we don't recognise. Um, so props to her for getting the shower working. Yeah. Good on her. Yeah. Good Was for it you, girl. 110 years ago, would they even have, like... No. A, you know, that kind not of electric, electric shower. Walking shower. Yeah. Might not have had... Good for her. Can be a bit fiddly sometimes. Brian is awake again and tells the crew members uh, that no, the, the, the crew member, the one he shot, that he's going to get some help. This crew member is a fucking idiot because then he decides he's going to leave the room anyways. Yeah. So he starts praying and is killed by an old lady ghost who breathes on him. Yeah. Um. It, it's like I don't know how to describe it. It, it was just CGI. Fog, I suppose, yeah. or CGI smoke mm -hmm. that just, or dry ice or some yeah. shit like that, just wraps around his throat and he's dead. Okay. 
Uh, Idina enters the control room and starts strangling everyone with her ghost powers. And she uh, goes full carry mode. She does, doesn't she? she does. she's, she's got a greasy hair now as well for some yeah. reason. Don't know why ghost powers make your hair look greasy, but there you go. Well, Captain Rose is fuming about this, she, and she just gives her a telling off. Um, she she's like, "You're not the captain of this ship." So why don't you back the fuck down, get out of your big girl boots, and let me carry on doing my fucking job? Yeah. Um, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work. She uh, actually says to her, she gives her a bit of lip. She's like, uh, "Are you afraid that in a hundred years people will be sailing over your grave, Captain?" Well, a bit of a weak read. A little bit. It is a little bit. But you know, she is in a position of power because the captain's telling her, "You're the only one that can stop this." Yeah. To which she replies, "I know." And then slits her own throat. Yeah. And kills herself. So she wasn't a ghost. No. She just had ghost, just ghost ghostly powers. powers. Yeah. Anyway. Um, the, the lore of this film yeah. is absolutely bizarre. My question is... There's no rules. Why did she have to slit her own throat before her plan was over? <laughs> so saying like she Captain Rhodes is telling her you're the only one that can stop this uh-huh. as in you're the only one that can stop your great grandfather yeah. the ghost from you know making this cruise ship go into a iceberg yeah. okay but she doesn't want to do that no and she's never you know she, this is what she wanted from the get go mm-hmm. she's done this yes she can stop it why would she not why did she kill herself before it actually happens? Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's uh-huh. like, well, just kill yourself. Well, yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. Go down with the ship. And, and literally, and you know, she could have been a part of uh, history because just as she does it, we crash into the iceberg. Yes. So it happens. Yeah. So she didn't actually see no. it come to fruition. No. It's so stupid. Like, why would she do that? Julie tries calming everyone down. It's like it's just a drill. Like you just crash into an iceberg. You're not falling. Why are you lying, Julie? Captain Rhodes calls for help, but they're getting no signal. And Cochrane admits it's all his fault and tells him that they need to return the belongings from the original Titanic to the deep. Yeah. He kept the receipt and everything. He was going to return them. He was. Brian's not on his side. No. Uh, he tries to take the uh, possessions, but is stopped by the ghost of Mia. Forget about her. Mia, who uses CGI fog or cobwebs or whatever the fuck that is, to force him to kill himself with his yep. gun. Um, he apologizes to her and tells her that she's re- that he's returning the jewels, which I'm a little confused. I know. By. Yeah, it's like it's, we're giving it back. We're giving it. Back. Hang on a minute. She doesn't care about She's that. Like, why is she returning why is she the ghost, ghost anyway? <laughs> She's nothing to do with the original sinking of the Titanic. Yeah, so the law now takes a turn, and in this film, the rule is now, as soon as you die, you become a ghost. Because yeah. Brian immediately comes back as a ghost, gives Julie a staring match, and makes a boat drop on top of her. Yes. So there's... I don't know why. <laughs> you would never, ever get this in... I, I don't think... No, I don't think you would ever... I'm, I'm going out on a limb and saying this. I don't think you would ever get on an actual cruise ship a very heavy old school style lifeboat hanging from a ceiling. Of course ceiling. not. Of course not. How dangerous is that? Yeah. Why would you ever have that on a cruise ship? Uh-huh. You know, cruise ships are, they're going to sway and move and yeah. this thing is going to sway and move with it. Yeah. Why would you ever have that? 
I mean, do you get chandeliers on cruise it's, ships? Yeah, it's the leak. The leak. No, no I wasn't a chandelier. Cochrane uh, helps. You'll only get that if you take our advice from earlier know, in the episode yeah. and watch the Jay McDonald on the Titanic. Video. Watch the Jay McDonald on the Titanic YouTube video, and you'll get the leak reference. Cochrane helps people onto the lifeboats before he comes face to face with Captain Smith. The CGI lifeboat just breaks and falls into the water, it does. <laughs> and the ship sinks like really anticlimactically. Yeah. Like it just sinks. Yeah, yeah. So poor Nancy dies in that lifeboat, don't yeah. she? Cochrane is seemingly the only survivor and is shiver on the boat when Captain Rhodes appears from underwater. He helps her onto the boat and has a laugh about how it's ironic that he survived, even though it was all his fault. Isn't it ironic? One thing, just going back slightly, <laughs> when Captain, when when people are getting into the lifeboats, yeah. Captain Rhodes has a slow-mo run across the deck. <laughs> and... There's a lot of dry ice happening yeah. and random lights. Mm-hmm. It was giving me like a really cheap ghost train sort of vibe. <laughs> or like she was doing uh, Passage del Terror, but like a really cheap one. And she's just slow by running like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, he thinks it's ironic that he caused all this and he's the only one that survived. Um, one thing with Captain Rhodes is that when she climbs into the boat, <laughs> Bone dry. Yeah. Bone dry. She's, she's pretending to shiver and all that shit. But she is bone dry. And then when you cut to her afterwards, her outfit is wet. Yeah. No, nothing else. I mean, you know, you wouldn't want to get the hair wet. No. At all. Unless uh, they were paying you extra and just fucking film. Um, but yeah, the, the outfit is wet. And uh, yeah, Cochrane dies. He does, but before he dies, um, she's like, did you help everyone onto the lifeboat? Oh, yeah. Like, what does that matter now? Like, they're all no, fucking gone. No, because she, she says she asked him mm. to help people onto the lifeboats. Yeah. And he does, and yeah. we see him. And uh, she says, because he did do that, he squared up with God. <laughs> I didn't hear that. So he's going to die because of... You know, his selfishness. But he squared up with God because he was helping people onto the lifeboats. (laughs) So then... People that he put in danger. That he put into danger. (laughs) Then he dies and Captain Rhodes cries. Yeah. And mourns his death. Despite not really knowing him. (laughs) Him being the cause of all of this. And her not having cried... When she witnessed the death of many colleagues yeah. and not crying at the idea that, you know, I mean, this is the end. This yeah. is, you know, a terrible situation. But she cries that this dickhead has just died. <laughs> and But then he immediately, oh, with the new oh, rules of the film, he the film. immediately turns into a ghost and moves towards her with a jump scare noise, and that's it. And that's the that's end of Titanic the film. Titanic 666. Seemingly, you know, everybody dies. Yeah. That's it. Did, did not expect that. So, rather on being unpredictable. Um, Is it unpredictable, or did you just stop just caring? A, no, it's just a mess. I mean, it, it's unpredictable because the law in the film makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Uh, but yeah, that's Titanic 666. Yeah. The, the worst... Titan exploitation film we've seen so far. Yeah, it really 
I don't. I think my problem with it is that the others that we've seen are just out and out bad. Yeah. But there is a campness to them and a trash to piece vibe. And, you know, you get what you want out of these sort of films. There was nothing of the sort in this. And no. I did. I did. There were moments that it could have been a trash to piece. And there were camp moments. But all in all, it was a little dull, if I'm being it, honest. Yes. I did think it was just a bit boring. Yeah. Well, we're still going to give it awards. We do, yes. Starting with Biggest Queen, which has got to go to Captain Rose. I did go with Captain Despite Rose. Despite her odd bit of crying at the end. Yeah, just, I, I think, just for being a female captain of the ship, you yeah. know, I just, I was living for that. Biggest Gasp, I have the recreation of the original disaster within the opening seconds. I went with when Gary told me the professor's accent was supposed to be Irish. <laughs> I did gasp. Best dialogue is obviously, oh my God, look at the ship. Definitely. Oh my God, look at the ship. Uh, and that's camp. It's got to go to Idina and her below deck witchcraft that goes on for hours. <laughs> that is camp. I actually went with the opening on a cheapo version of James Cameron's Titanic. <laughs> that's camp. That's pretty that is, camp. That is camp. That is pretty that is camp. camp. Uh, ratings, I give it one. Yes, that's it. Uh, sorry, everyone. It is a one. One piece of haunted original Titanic merchandise jewellery out of ten. I went with, oh my God, look at this one out of ten. <laughs> Masterpiece trash to be trash or basic. It's trash. Trash. It's available on video on demand if you want to lose your mind and rent it. Um, how, we, much, how much was it to rent? £3.50. We, we had a voucher from Sky for some reason, so <laughs> thankfully. Got a penny left on that match now. Uh, I think, I think Gary's in... been doing some uh, online... Uh, what are they called? Oh, um, what are they called? And you fill them in. Uh, forms. Forms. Feedback forms. Fe yeah, wow. so Sky and got them We're just good customers. £3.50 voucher. Uh, if you enjoyed this, I recommend checking out Ghost Ship. Yes. I recommend checking out Titanic 2 because yeah. it's pretty much the same thing. Going back in. Watch the series in, in reverse for some reason. Well, Just go back I mean, yourself. you don't have to. Well, Just don't watch anything ever again. Uh, <laughs> Just in case you get a film like this. We are Horrorcore Trash over on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and Horrorcore Trash on Twitter. I'm dead at Gaz92 on Letterboxd, Gazmo205 on Instagram, and GazCruz92 on Twitter. I'm Chris Barker823 on Instagram and Letterboxd. And give us a rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, a like and follow on everything else. Also, uh, our horror festival Gasp is now accepting submissions, so if you are a filmmaker and would like to submit your work, and you're a minority filmmaker at that, then we are Gasp Horror Festival across social media. And on Film Freeway, go check us out. Yeah, um, it's gonna be some good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. No, I said too much. I said too much. Next week we are back with a double bill episode, and it is a Betty Davis at Hammer double bill yes. where we'll be discussing the nanny and the anniversary. The Queen, the Queen. I cannot wait. Yeah. Oh, very topical, good. very topical with uh, Hammer's new owner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, and Betty Davis is involved. Yeah, no, so excited. What a queen. One of my favourite actresses. It's a part of her career I haven't seen yet. And, yeah, it's going to be marvellous. I can just feel it. We'll be back same time, same place next week. Bye. (laughs) 